Today, on the Terrible Warriors, the well has spoken. The ground has opened up. And from deep underneath Thistlehold, something is pouring out and attacking everyone. As the heroes of the hold rally to protect their home, one amongst our trio is about to show the others just how much they've been preparing to fight back against the darkness. This chapter covers content from Act 1 of the Wrath of the Warden campaign, which is the first chronicle in the Throne of Thorns campaign by Free League. Should you wish to begin your own adventures as treasure hunters in the Dark Forest, we've partnered with Free League to give away a free copy of Simbroom every month during this campaign. Visit TerribleWarriors.com or check the show notes for a link to the raffle where you can enter in for a code to your very own digital copy of the game. Of course, this campaign is made possible by listeners just like you who've decided to support us through Patreon at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Listeners like Jared Cherney, Alex Ricci, Patrick O'Shea, and Joseph Outram. Find out how you can become a supporter and receive advanced episodes of our Simbrum campaign at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Now, steal yourselves and ready your weapon. Thistlehold is under attack, and we must all rise up in its defense. This is part seven, Invasion. The outpost of Thistlehold, on the outskirts of the Davakoa Forest, are only eight years old. Eleven years ago, this was our barbarian fort, destroyed by the Queen's advancing armies as they advanced through Ambria. Before that, it was a Simbarian ruin for a thousand years. Before that... Hmm... Moments ago, the well spoke. What does that mean? What did it do? And then a crack and a rumble and an explosion and dust and chaos and confusion. And we're going to find out real soon what's happened. But right now, we've got more pressing concerns. As terrified civilians run from the disaster that is happening somewhere not far from our characters. Something else has come from the dust. Something from the abyss. And they're attacking people in the street. At first you thought they were fighting each other, survivors running over, stampeding, trying to get to safety. But then it was hard to tell because everyone was covered in the same ash and dust. Some of them don't look natural. Their arms are twisted into bone-like shapes. Their bodies covered in a fur-like growth. Their jaws, their eyes are yellow. Their clubs are spiked. Their forearms transformed. They have outgrowths from the cranium. And they're hungry. And they're chasing people. From a distance... The three of you see two youngsters surrounded by monsters. One of them is caught and dragged away. The other is tackled to the ground and a beast jumps onto his chest, stabbing him again and again and again. 
You're not able to save, you're not able to reach the fight this time to save their life. As you continue running towards where the Fern Tavern was, two more beasts approach an Ambrian woman wielding nothing but a broomstick, standing legs apart over what could be her mother. The older one has fallen to the ground, and a man is trying to get her up, but is hindered by four children clinging on to his arms and legs. The woman with the broomstick seems intent on fighting for the life of herself, her family, and her town. There's no doubt she will suffer a horrible death if you do not hurry. How far are we from the front tavern? <laughs> do we have an idea? Like it's hard to tell in this in the dust. Like you're losing your sense of distance. You just have to keep heading in the direction. It's just down the road. It's a straight run down the road. But with all the chaos and the dust and the people running and now these beasts attacking, slow. it's slowing you down. But uh, if you keep heading in this direction, I mean, if you run past these people, you could be in uh, at the Fern Tavern in moments, in seconds. Elindra, we need to help uh, these people. You help them. I'm going to grab Anadea and then I'll come back. Elindra's going to run past them. Oh. Obsessed. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Eandrame wow. and Baird, are you leaving this family to be torn to pieces in the streets? I am. Yeah, they're Ambrians. <laughs> no problem. Uh, it's actually hard to tell. They are oh, Thistle Holdians. Yeah. But it would be hard to tell if they were of barbarian or Ambrian descent in, in all, like they're so covered up and uh, their clothes have been wrecked. I mean, you could you could try and assume that they're Ambrian. Yeah, I'm going to do that. But we know that Thistlehold is a multicultural. Right, in my heart, I'm just going to push that down and, and move past. Uh, Yandrame? No, I'm going to try and help this lady. All right. It's uh, Yandrame taking on the clan beasts all alone. Um <laughs> Uh, you're quick. Oh, and you also got your patron saint, of course. Yeah. So you're not, not it's, alone. It's, it's actually, it's two on two. I'm never um, alone. Krios is with me. So the patron saint, as you're standing there, the patron saint goes past you and flies towards the, uh, the woman with the blue stick. Uh, there's two clan beasts snarling and sniffling the air. They're gurgling greedily as they're walking closer towards. Uh, by the way, at any point, Verd, your witch sight. If you ever want to check. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I definitely pop that on. <laughs> Obviously, these beasts are black as night. They're shadows. The way shadows look when you look through this, the way it's describing itself in the book, is it's not so much a shadow that's cast from them as it's uh, like an overlapping silhouette that covers their body. So you would see like where on the body the shadow is changing. It's, it's, so it's... it's um, it's more just like a like a your aura uh, that's emanating from you. Uh, the black as night, corruption thoroughly corrupted. They are, however, wearing uh, collars, slave collars, and are all physically deformed. Yeah, that's that's the only thing they seem to be wearing on them. Uh, the rest are uh, bone crafted, twisted arms that they're using to attack with. Gross. Yeah. yeah. So the patron saint, what do they do? Cool. So it's going to try and get between them and the lady, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Can he do that and swing at one of them? That could be its movement and then its attack because it's okay. it's incorporeal. So it's able to just move itself right in front and then it, it attacks because the woman has got the broom but isn't like in fighting with it, right? It was just holding, she was just standing her ground it's as they're moving around, closer yeah. because she can't run because this older woman is, is behind her and then there's this man trying to help but he's got his kids and so there's like, there's six of them and she's yeah. just a broomstick. Um, but they haven't, they're just moving down this alleyway and they're getting close. So the patron saint intercepts that and then okay. can attack one on the left, one on the right. Which one? Left. Left. Okay. All right. If it's accurate. Hey, he hit something for once. Excellent. Uh, one D6 with the flail D6. of light. All right. That is two. Two. Not great. Not a lot. No. Not great. Not terrible. That's okay. It it, it, it cuts in and the, uh, the beast howls back. Uh, anyone with beast lore, by the way, can find out more about what these things are. <laughs> not that... Uh, Elendra gave a crap about that and is just running away. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, patron saint, I need you to roll your defense rolls. Okay. Uh, how many of the, exactly 15. Uh, how many of those do I need to make? Ooh, you might have to run off if you're doing this on your own. It's possible. Uh, yeah, you're taking six damage. <gasps> well, he's he's got armor though, so. Uh, six damage, yeah, minus your armor. So roll a d6 because I upgraded it with XP last time. Yeah. Five. My so that's man. one damage. One, one damage. Sorry, brother. Yep. I know. That wasn't oh. me. That was my patron yeah. saint. Uh, do it again. The second the second beast sees this and, and attacks the saint. The saint? Okay. Cool. Again. So 14. Well, your mother was worth it. Again, another 15. All right. So rolling another d6. That's a one. So he's taken five. Five damage. So you so took six in total. Six. My mother is always my What's his threshold? That's not good. <laughs> uh, it's your turn, Yandrame. That is also his threshold, because uh, he's a strong 11, so it's... Yeah. Oh, no, threshold is, is rounded Threshold up. is when you take that damage in one go. Right. So, so it if you been, took a one and you took up. a five, you'd be fine. If you took a full six, He'd be. you would have been uh, in a lot of trouble. Okay. Uh, so, that's, uh, so that's my go. All right. It's your go. Uh, I'm going to... These look gross and horrible. I'm going to try and Prios Burning Glass them, because I don't yeah. know... Th- I don't, I'm not sure I'd actually have a sword with me uh, just because I don't know how dangerous this is. You're in hold. You would always have a sword on you. Okay, that was my question is how dangerous yeah. is this place? Every, um, everyone, everyone, it's not that it's, 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 it, it, it could be dangerous seedy. in any given moment. It's yeah. just, it's just, you, you wear, because this hold is so close to Davacor, it could come under attack at any time. So it's okay. just accepted that everyone is, um, armed is yeah is in some way ready gotcha okay well in, in any case there's two of them so prios burning glass time so first a resolute test uh oh i failed it wow oh no okay, that, that never happens uh I well still your take sister w- just abandoned you so that's rocking yeah. your faith <laughs> i'm sorry yeah or your mom like uh by the way uh elindra i uh you're coming up next i'm gonna have you do your turn every turn that you're not that you're running away so you always have a chance to face what you've done. <laughs> uh, I do have a question with with regards to mystical powers. Do you take the corruption whether or not you succeed at your test? Yeah, I believe so. Even the uh, yeah, you're still you're still tapping into yeah. that energy, even if it didn't work, even if it fails. Cool, that's fine. Uh, so one temporary corruption for you. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> uh, Lindra, it's your turn. She's not looking back. She's headed for the tavern. She's trying to get in and, and find an Anadea. And she's scaring right. the crowd for Anadea. 
Uh, Vare? Anadea, Anadea. Um, oh, God. Like, there's so much death and destruction around him. And A man comes staggering out of an alley, takes shelter behind you and Elindra. After him, two clan, uh, two more beasts are coming out, and he's he, he goes behind. He's like, ah, 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 help me, Linja. Oh, he's got more of a wheezing voice. Help me! You shut up! I'm talking to this woman, this barbarian woman here. No! Oh what? my God, Ambrian woman! <laughs> oh. oh my God, Ambrian. Beard will never live that down. Ambrian and barbarian are like surprisingly close in, in you know what the mouth does for them. Uh, so I feel like we know that the ultimate arc is you adopting them <laughs> yeah. as your children. Father? Oh, God. I don't need my mother anymore. Yeah. I've already got the one father <laughs> I need. Oh God. <laughs> He's going to disappoint you. Yeah, I'm going to look at the female Ambrian, uh, Alendra, uh, and, and say, uh, if you move another step away, I will throw two daggers into your eyeballs and take them myself. These people need you. Ah, oh, fear this is... I will choke you out. <laughs> She's gonna grab her dagger in annoyance, and uh, I don't know. Is this like, do we have room for a move and an action in this? Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you want to get in on it, is there something chasing this man? There are two more beasts coming out of the alley, following this. This, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, because they're supposed to be two separate encounters. There's only one coming out of this alley because I want you to be able to dispatch this quick enough if you're going to go back and save your brother. We're, I don't um, think we are, so... We'll see. So there's one. There's just one coming out. It's just lumbering out of the alley. It's snarling. It's scraping its bone against the ground and it's like scratching up the cobblestone with its, like its, its arm has been twisted into a sharpened bone knife. So, like, its flesh has come down, it's twisted itself into this weapon, and it's scratching it into the ground as it's, like, looking for it, and it's just snarling, and its snake-white yellow eyes are uh, are glowing a little bit as the light is catching it to the dust as it's coming out of the alleyway, and its jaw is all disjointed, and its horns and black fur all around it, and its collar is, like, you can see it's uh, irritated into the skin, and it's itting into it and uh and this this man <laughs> now beast lore wise is this an abomination it is an abomination can i make a cunning test to recognize its strengths and weaknesses yes two i pass yeah i mean its resistance is weak which means it's going to be easy for individual players to take it down each of you should be able to take one of them. Yeah, now, but you've you're seen our roles, one against so. two. You're going to be in trouble, and none of you are really combat oriented. Mm. Yeah, you all have more toughness than it does. You can take it. Okay, then Alindra. She's not even going to relay any of that to me, or she's just going to say, "Get out of my way!" And she's going to go in with a dagger on the head of the okay. thing. Okay. Yeah, go for and it. And she has a Accurate. plus d4. All right, come on, girl. Please hit it. Six. Six is fine. Yeah. Oof. Hey, you going, you're going in with your mother's stiletto? Yeah. 
my last yeah. stiletto. So five, six, seven, eight points of damage. It hits past its pain threshold. So you you get it like under the slave collar and you twist it and it falls onto its back. Do you want it to be prone or do you want to get a free attack on it? Attack. So it can lose an action or you can get an extra free action. Free attack. Yeah, so roll again. Oh, Finish it Alindra off. Alindra is actually so pissed. Do I, I have to roll? Yeah, you're just blood, mm-hmm. black abomination blood is all up over your face. You're getting in the way of me learning about my mother. And it's a one, so I definitely hit and the damage is yeah. four, five, six, seven. Okay, so Vare, wow. you're like, stop what you're doing and do this or I'm going to poke out your eyeballs. And uh, Alindra, do you then poke out this beast's eyeballs? Yes. She comes I'll back show this, you! Yeah. She, brutality! Like way too much stabbing is happening for yeah, the Yeah, Vare, I think she got it. And she's just cut, yeah. cut, cut, cut in this alleyway. And this old wheezing man is just like... <laughs> He's not saying anything. He looks over to Vaird. Are you fortune hunters? No, uh, barbarian. He starts backing away. Well, if you ever have artifacts for sale, ask for master labor at the antique plaza and I'll I'll give you a nice price. And he runs away. (laughs) Master labor? Okay. Er Er-labor. E-R-L-A-B-E-R. Uh, meanwhile, back up the street. Mm-hmm. Patron Saint. You have Patron to roll Saint. under 19. Oh, darn. Let's see. 11. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Flail of Light. D6. Still two. <gasps> need, need another D6. You need more. You need more. <laughs> I, honestly, I just need to roll under 15 on my friggin' persuasive thing. All right. Uh, Patron Saint needs to roll... 14 or under, right? 14 or under. I'll do both. So uh, it's a seven. So that's one that misses and 15 for the other one. Okay. How does it avoid the first attack and then set itself up to then be hit by the second one? Like it's, he's not used to doing two on one fights, is he? No, no, he's not. Uh, He did. I gave him acrobatics in between. So he tries to like twist and do some fancy maneuvering to get out of the way of the first one. But that actually exposes him. The leg. Yeah. And he swipes in with its bone craft and roll your armor. Uh, four, so he okay, takes two so points of damage. takes two more points of damage. And you see it, like, cut into its legs. and uh, But it's it's kind of going through, right? But it's like it's breaking down. The, the patron saint is not, like, holding its form as these uh, this, this corruption is cutting into it. But the danger is so heightened. It is glowing. You've never seen the patron saint glow this brightly. Oh, no. Even, even up in the Titans, this thing is oh, wow. a beacon in the, in the alleyway. Good lord. Okay. It's your well, turn, Yandrame. Let's try this again and hope I roll under 15. 14. Yes. All right. So he you know, had a false start, but he holds out his holy symbol with renewed vigor. It's been vigor. a few months. You're out been of a few practice. Months. He's out of practice. And your um, arm is still like the stigmata has long since healed, but you still feel like, like, like a carpal tunnel pain in your arm from that time in the Titans when you pushed yourself past that limit and you took on that corruption. Just a bit like too your far. arm is just a little fucked up ever since then. Yep. Uh, but you know what? So that might have been like blocking your energy there as yeah, you were trying like, to channel. Be like, oh uh-uh. no, I don't want to do that again. But I do. Um, so he hits both of them with the upgraded version of Creos Burning Glass. Oh damn! And You've they're been... abomin- 
I've been yeah. learning how to deal with these uh, horrible beings. They're abominations, yes? Yes, they are. That's a d12. Oh my goodness. Yeah. All right. So first one. They don't have any armor, so you might just vaporize them. First one's a two, unfortunately. Oh, oh, oh God. All right. Well. But the other one's a 10. Yes. Okay. So the one that you've been like hacking away at is bleeding and done, but the other one who you didn't even hit at all, it takes the full blast of it. And it's just like being hit by a phaser blast. It just disappears and it just turns into ash and just blows away and it's gone. The other one was right behind it. It gets hit by what's left of the blast and uh, and it burns into its uh, fur and it singes it and you hear it yelp out. And when you hear that yelp out, that's when and Lindra, you hear the yelping out behind from where your brother you left behind. You hear this blast, this explosion, this this yellow white light coming through the dust fog. Uh, and then you hear this like yelp from one of these beasts and it's loud and echoes through and you're just like, Yandrame, what do you do? Uh, can Alindra... There's screaming and people running all around you. The Fern Tavern would be... It's just over there, but your brother's back and you see that explosion behind can you. Can Alindra see the light of his... Uh, priest? His man? The patron saint? Sure. Yeah, you see the glowing and you see the blast of the Prios's burning glass. So like, it's like a flare that goes off in the fog. Oh... Come on, Veard, and she's gonna go back for him. <laughs> Veard. Yeah, Veard, this is shaking. You can be back. You can be back up in uh, Yandrame's zone in one move if you spend your move action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing it. All right, Gosh, you're standing beside Yandrame. Yandrame, you've got your your family beside you again. Feels uh, good. It's the patron saint's turn. Oh, all right. He's gonna take another swing and maybe, hopefully, not roll a two. Uh, oh, no, he didn't hit. That's an eighteen. Swing and a miss. No, that's, so, that's fine. You need to get under 19. Oh, 14, right, yeah. 14 plus right. 5. That's right. Never mind. They, they're easy These to guys hit. have no armor. They, right. they, they deal a lot of damage when they land an attack. One. One. Oh. All right. There you are. Roll that flail. Finish it off. No, no. Sorry. It was one damage. Oh, it's one damage. Oh, yeah. I need, I need a new D6. <laughs> it actually hurts cursed. to watch. You need to retire it. You need to put it into yeah. the garbage basket. This one needs to be burned. Mm-hmm. The beast is going to get one more attack on it. Accurate minus one. So, so your 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 defense your defense is uh, for the uh, fourteen. Fourteen with, with, with the minus. With the minus, yeah. yeah. Nineteen, yeah, that's gonna hit. All, All right, right. Uh, roll your armor. Four. Okay. Oh, good. So only two more points. Still, like, it's it's only hurting. got eleven toughness. How much? Where, where's his? We're uh, at, at ten. Then? So it's got one toughness left. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, we're at ten total. Oh yeah. oh wow. So it's uh you need to you needs it needs to retreat. Yeah. Um it's your turn, Yandrame. Uh I'm gonna try and hit it. I'm gonna draw my sword and try and hit it just with a sword. I don't wanna yep. waste more divine Charge power. Charge in. Yep. yep. Uh so I am rolling my persuasive because I took dominate. Oh good. So that you're you're gonna hit. You don't even have to roll. It's a twenty. Oh, okay. You have to yeah. roll under. So roll your damage. Seven. You uh you run through your patron saint because you see it's so damaged. And so from the, its perspective, the patron saint is standing there and it's got that older face that looks a little bit like you. But then you run through it and it's you, your present day face, just <laughs> running through with the sword. And the the clan beast is like, ah, and it just runs 
in, I don't know, into its mouth or something. Yeah. The head and throws it to the ground. Uh, the woman with the broomstick. Thank you, my lord. And uh, grabs the older woman and the man with the children. And they just, they run off to safety and they get it to like a cellar door and close it down onto them. And uh, you're able to continue running down the road all back together. There's other beasts that are, you can hear screaming and skirmishing and fighting around you. Well, shall we? Seems like we're up in this now. Yes. Okay. You get back out into the street. The Fern Tavern is that way. All three of you are there. You've got your weapons out. You can start running towards it as you see the shadows of other beasts now in the street marching up in your direction. You'll have to get through them to get to the location of where the tavern was on the other side. Oh, boy. (sighs) Two more beasts are marching up the road, but they are flanked by two larger... These ones are armored. These ones are barking orders in barbarian. These ones carry weapons and are standing erect. Seem to have... They're giving orders. Can we hear the orders? Vared or I? For Vared, you hear them say, For Haloban, for Helianor. And barking, revenge tastes of human flesh. And they're sending things, and then they see the, and the four of them are walking up the road towards you. They stand between you and your goal. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Alendra, understand that too? You don't really understand it because they're not speaking in the barbarian you have heard. Okay. They're using th- something that's much more guttural and more primal, but you do hear the verbs or the nouns. You can make out the word haloban. And the only reason you know that is that was the name. Loremaster kicks in mm-hmm. of the clan leader that ran the fortress that Thistlehold was built upon. Oh. Mm. Haloban was the clan leader of the Jezerai clan that was destroyed by the queen. Yeah, Verd will, will point at this barbarian say you cease your destruction. They just give out a war cry, and we're going to go back into initiative. Let's do this, fool! <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know what you said, Beard, but good try. <laughs> Their quick are all 10, so everyone who's got quick above 10 will go first, and Andrew may then go last. <laughs> so, yep. I'm used to it. So there's two of these beasts that you fought already, the ones where are the collars, and then there's two more that are also, like, covered in abomination growths, but they're not themselves abominations, but they're um, they're covered in like stigmas. They, 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 their arms have also been crafted into bone weapons. Their bodies have been twisted and manipulated, uh, but they've f- somehow kept their, their minds and they're wearing armor and they're raging and roaring, but they, they, uh, they have the ability to speak and are standing erect where the, the, the beasts are like, they're, they can stand up, but they're more like bears the way they can stand up, and they're mostly walking on all fours and leaping and crawling and slashing. They're, they're more animal. Let's do this. But these ones I'm referring to as just So what I'd warriors. kind of like to know is just, will our 1d4 be added to this for all of us? Uh, they will be added, your 1d4 will be added to the beasts, but they will not be added to the warriors. Which I should maybe have mm. just told yeah. you as you were rolling it out. Um, Gross. 
Wait, okay, yeah, because your beast lore would kick in. You recognize them as they're humans. They're not, they haven't become abomination. They're corrupted, mm-hmm. no doubt, but they're not abomination. Okay. They're just, they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're human barbarians that have um, been changed Perfect. in some way. Somehow they've been, they've undergone changes without becoming thoroughly corrupt like their beast companions. Patron saint, you're very injured. Are you just letting it like go away, the three of us? Yeah, I'm going to tell it to go to the back because if, if it takes one point of damage. Yeah, so he's just going to tell him to back up, like hang back. Because he's, he's clearly not in it for this fight. He's not okay. That's going to be a little while before your patron saint is back up. Woof. Yeah, we're going to keep him in reserve. <laughs> uh, then uh, Elendra. Uh, she's going for one of the, the abominations. Uh, the one on the right. And she's going with okay. her dagger again. I like the dagger. Mm-hmm. Four, so I assume I hit, right? But I did roll four. shit damage, so that's four or five damage. Elendra's just, she's so pissed. Like, So this attack will get past its pain threshold, so you're going to get another roll at it. You're like, you're going berserk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alinda's really, she's just tilted. She's finally got everything she wanted is so close now. Like the first real lead in six months and this happens. Um, yeah, you get your mother's stiletto covered in black abomination blood and you just wipe it clean in your elbow and you just run through this next clan beast. Roll a second attack. Yeah, and she's going straight for the collar because that seems to have been a weakness. Um... Next attack, she rolled a 10. Is that enough? I think it is. Oh, yeah, That'll 10. And then, ooh, this is good. Six, yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten 10 damage. And the second hit. Alindra's <laughs> just cleaving. Yeah, so you kill that first. So the two of you, Yandrame and Vaird, you watch Elindra just go and just cleave the first beast. And just, you just... With a stiletto, too, like run it through with the stiletto you hit it like right in its heart and you just twist it through and um, kick the body aside what has happened to my sister someone get this crazy person a mom that's great <laughs> I feel like Beard more and more every day. He's like, why the hell did I like these people? Jeez. Beard uh, is uh, going to whip out his uh, uh, knives. Uh, and so instead of knives, uh, he is kind of uh, upgraded to um, uh, something more personal. So he has stakes in his like uh, witch's cape. And so he pulls two out, uh, and he's going to throw it forward towards, uh, uh, is he barbarian in range for a, a, for a dagger? Yes. Okay, yeah. Going to throw two at him. All right, so this is two rolls. Yeah, rolling plus three. Ooh, cool. All right, that's a hit and a hit. Okay, roll your damage. Okay. So you t- you you throw these stakes at these uh the two warriors. Oh, yeah, it's just a three and a two. So not not together one and, and, and uh, three. So and the a one two. the one lands and and gets between the armor and deals some damage. The other uh 
bats it out of the air and then it falls through a window. Yeah, he's, he's just kind of like, uh, uh, as his cape's blowing out and these two uh, stakes have been thrown, there's all these stakes just on his cape uh, locked in uh, as he's ready to go. Let's do this. The beast that was at the front charges the closest target they see, which will be a Lindra. So, okay. roll me defense minus one. Come on, buddy. Three. Believing you. So she survives, right? Three, no hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're like deking and dodging and deflecting the attack and the bites and the slashes, and uh, you're, you're you're holding it on. The other two warriors hold back, and they seem to be applying a poison to their arms, to their natural weapons. Um, but Yandrame, you see, they're applying poison to their weapons. It's your turn. Yeah, well, screw these individuals. Uh, I'm going to try and use my holy symbol. So he's got his sword in one hand and his holy symbol in the other and just holds it up. And is hoping that Prios will shine through all this dust. And yep, that's a three. So, um beams of light just shoot out over the entire area like it's kind of god race but there's little licks of mm-hmm. fire in there too with a little bit of smoke because he's got a little bit of temporary mm-hmm. corruption uh, so it's not just pure light and so the abomination takes d12 the other guys take d8 it rolled it rolled the damage then okay so abomination it's three uh, one of the barbarians seven and the other barbarian eight on top of that, as you're blasting that light, you're surrounded by even more light of Holy Prios as the, the alleyway around you seems to get brighter. And you hear behind you, we've got your back, brother! And three more Templars uh. have arrived to help down the road. <laughs> yes! Um, oh, gross. They, uh, their weapons burning <laughs> with holy rage, their voices echoing with the power of Prios. They are speaking in like Cimbarian style Latin, right? Like they're, they're reading these incantations into their weaponry as they run past you and past Elindra and uh, begin engaging the warriors and push them aside into the walls. Uh, the three of them fight with their backs to each other and, uh, and they form... Nice. This just like just a wall of swords and spear as uh, uh, as they move through, and you recognize them as uh, as three Templars uh, of Prios. Yeah. Wow. There were Templars inside of Thistlehold. Yeah, actually, you uh, with your contacts, you recognize them as the Michele brothers, who who are currently oh. passing through Thistlehold on their way to Temple Wall. They happen to be in town. You would have known that from your time in the church. Yeah. So the Michele brothers, Leohan, Henloan, and Venhal, the three Templars, and uh, and they push back the warriors into the walls and begin uh, taking it from here. And they go, we'll hand them from here. Go see if anyone down there needs help. There are victims around. He just sort of salutes them. Right. There are more abominations to kill, brothers. And they're like, ha! And they just go with them. <laughs> Alindra is relieved. <laughs> yeah, uh, Alind- Alindra, you have uh, beast lore still, right? Okay, give me beast lore uh, with yep. a cunning test, just against your own cunning. I pass. Because you've spent a little close. You've been up close with these beasts. Oh, it's crit, right? Oh, well, I don't know if it works for this kind of roll. Mm. Yeah. Standing over the body of the beast that you've killed, 
the purpose behind their monstrous deformations seemed to have been born in a conscious and controlled manner. So these were intentionally... Both the beasts and the warriors have been intentionally changed through blight. (sighs) Who would do that? This is messed up. These are... You've got ritualists, don't you, Andromay? I Give sure me a do. Cunning test. Look at us having knowledge. Okay. Against your own cunning. That's not my best stat. Oh, three. All right. Yeah. You know Done. that there exists obscure references to rituals that are said to channel corruption and its effects into living bodies. Such fleshcraft is the worst kind of sorcery. <laughs> Monsters. Mm-hmm. And the only way you both would have known about that is by combining your combined knowledge. Oh, mm. brother, we do make a good team. <laughs> as much as I've tried to get you killed today. Oh, I guess if I'm not needed here. Okay. <laughs> Don't you dare. The brothers uh, push the, the warriors into an alleyway and the fight continues and the path has been cleared down the main road towards the tavern. These things were not born, they were made we can worry about that later. Alindra's heading to the tavern. She's only been trying forever. <laughs> you are running, Vaird, uh Give me a. You've got. You got a good quick roll. Yeah. Just roll quick. Uh, all right. Success. Yeah. Um. You are able to catch Elindra before they run into the sinkhole. Oh. Um. They're running <laughs> now, so hold fast. Hold on. You're hold running on. through the dust. Let me think about this for one moment. Do I do it? (laughs) Do you? You are able to if you can. (laughs) They're running and they're like, the tavern's just this way. And they start running. But as the dust begins to clear just a little bit, you see that the tavern isn't there. The ground has collapsed in and there is a giant sinkhole that they're running towards. Yeah, I'll I'll get them. (sighs) (laughs) I'll get them. Thanks, buddy. He, Are you? The three of you. Be what, the three of you oh. reached the edge of a sinkhole. It's about eighty paces across, and it has swallowed the entire block. And aside from the growing number of town guards that are coming from other roads that are surrounding the circumference of the sinkhole, uh, there are two other wizards there from Ordo Magicae, Cullinan Furia, and Erfinda, who are both Eferinda. Uh, and Cullinan are both masters of the Ordo Magica. So they're both very public figures, practically celebrities in this town. Cullinan is a much older, like, they say he's centuries old. He's an old wizard who's traveling through. And uh, Eferinda is uh, a master of the Ordo Magica, and she's always got a pipe in in uh, in, in one hand close by. Um, oh, hey, cool. And Both smoking it. There are dozens of guards that are laying on the ground, along with dozen, a couple of other warriors. And as you stand around, a quiet is beginning to calm around the gaping hole. Uh, you hear sounds of a of an energetic guard sergeant uh, begins ordering troops start building a barricade along the rim. We need to hold them off. We can't let any more climb out. And you start hearing people are dragging um, barrels and wagons and any kind of debris and start building barricades 
If they return, these creatures, what are they? Uh, keep building, keep building the barricade. Kill any that show up. Did you see what they did? Did you see what they did? They, they, they were dragging people down. They didn't even kill them. They just, they just took them down. Yeah. And those are all kind of happening simultaneously as you're around. Wizards are standing off to the side next to a fallen warrior and are conversing in whispers. Uh, can we see, like, what's in this sinkhole? Like, is there any visibility? It's, there's so much dust and it's dark and it's just, it goes into a blackness down below. It, things haven't cleared. The wizards uh, seem to be looking over um, a body. The, uh, uh, the one you know as Eferinda uh, is uh, poking it with uh, the, uh, the end of their pipe as the older Cullinan uh, stands over surveying the bigger picture. Let's go up to the wizards. And then around you are all these other guards that are like starting to move and they're, 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 they're just, they're in emergency mode. They're just trying to set up a barricade around the hole because something is coming out of it. Alendra is like, the wind is gone. She doesn't, this is total disappointment. Yeah. 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 This is the, the whole block, not just the Fern Tavern, but the She's whole just block. She's following Yandrome in the ground. Listlessly. Whatever you are searching for is most likely dead by now. Thank you, Veard. You didn't need to say it, Veard. Are you interested in the wizards? Is that what you said, Yandrame? Yeah. They, they seem like they know maybe what's going on. The minute you walk up a little bit close to them, the older one you know is Cullinan knocks Euphrinda with the butt of his staff. She looks up with her pipe, sees you two, and the, both of them just stop talking. Can we be of assistance? What is going on here? We don't have much more to add. We just arrived. What have you figured out? Whatever these things are, they were not born. They were made. There was design behind them. And they both kind of make a quick eye contact with each other. And then Cullinan with the staff. It's an interesting theory. It's not not a theory. Look theory. at them. They're obviously intentional, intentionally corrupted. As, as you're starting to speak up, Cullinan, hand in the air. Shh. Vared, you're standing by the rim still. Roll Vigilant 3, minus 3. Success. Nice. You can hear the sound of clicking and uh, scraping. Something is clawing up the walls of the hole. Back up, everyone. Something's coming. We'll take several steps back. Andrew May's got his holy symbol out, slowly backing away from the rim. Elendra's just going to stand behind her brother. She doesn't care anymore. <laughs> oh, the sergeant guard who's giving orders around to start building this barricade along the rim. Nothing gets up. And then something grabs their ankle and they don't even have time to make a sound before they're just pulled in. Ooh. Everyone away hear, from the rim. You, you hear them yells. fall into the dark and then the screaming Ooh. and the gurgling. Everyone back away from the rim. He says as loudly as he can <laughs> without yelling into my mic. Alindra will sheath her dagger and pull out the pike at this point. 
Distance <laughs> seems good. <laughs> First up the wall is something more prominent than the warriors you're fighting. Their fleshcraft seems to be more intentional. Um, we'll call this a guardian. Oh, dear. Ooh. They look more developed. Unlike the beasts and the warriors, they have weapons, carrying, in this case, a great sword, but are wearing no armor, instead trusting in their speed and their skin. Gross. And then around the rim, happening around you, are other smaller skirmishes happening between other warriors and beasts that are climbing out that are fighting the town guard. But it's the guardian that's standing right beside you and the wizards. Kill it. Yep. Yep. Kill it till it's dead. It's the same order as before. Patron Saint will go first. Eandrame will go last. Yep. With uh, with the monsters going, uh, slow boy. Patron Saint is is still hanging back. I think. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. Elindra. Oh, Elindra is gonna go for a stabby stab. Don't fuck it up. You hear them speaking in that guttural. She hits. So that's a four. That guttural barbarian speech, there, which you hear kind of hissing through its mouth. Spare their lives. Slave for Helianor or be eaten. Oh. Oh my. So I hit. Okay, so seven points of damage. She ducks under the arm of this thing to sort of get behind it while Baird is facing it and goes for uh, the pike between the ribs. Nice. Four, five, six, seven. Seven damage. Did I tell you that? That's how much. Okay. So when you when you have advantage, it receives plus two modification to the relevant attribute and an additional one d four damage. So oh. in this case, the backstab gives you two d four damage. We hadn't been rolling those before. We, we forgot. Like I was just looking how advantage works. So when you flank someone, you gain advantage. When you gain advantage, you get plus two to the attack and plus one d four to the damage. That's so huge. if I'm correct here, I have a d six. That's my pike. I have the d four. Which is great because you can use your patron saint to create advantage, advantages, yeah. even if the patron saint is not itself fighting yeah. and it's just taking defensive so, stances. Am I right that I have my d6 from regular, my d4 from beast lore, uh, my... If it's an abomination, oh, it's this not. is not. Okay, so... This is this is a human. Only the only the beasts are abomination. Oh, that's good. They're the ones that failed the ritual and they returned to the Okay, beasts. so I just have two d4. One is from backstab and one is from flanking. Yeah. And if you were doing it to a beast, you would get the D4 beast lore on top of it. So you'd be rolling three D4 damage. Wow. I didn't mean to make this combat oriented. I'm so happy I've done this unintentionally. Yeah. No, you've accidentally become a monster (laughs) hunter. I'm a monster hunter. I was supposed to just be a monster. Well done. Monster hunter. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay. So for now, that's only seven points of damage. I wish they weren't. Oh, if you get it to adept, it also deals bleed which is an additional 1d4 per turn. I'm not saying I'm the best monster hunter ever, but I'm close. 
Sounds like you are. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so seven damage this time. Okay. Okay. Ouch. <laughs> um, that passed its bleed, pain threshold. Fucker, bleed. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a free oh, attack. Oh boy, Alindra's just like okay. Uh, yeah. I had this guardian is supposed to be like terrifying. <laughs> And Verit is like, everyone back away. Everyone back away. Run! This one's smart. This one's smart. <laughs> so, we're rolling again. Come on. I don't know. I swear to God, it's a D10 I'm rolling, but I keep getting under five. I rolled a two. So it hits, and then... That, that works. And then it still I still counts. Have, no, it's only once per turn, so I get four, five, six damage. Yeah. Okay, you just do you just kick it back down into yes. the pit? Alindra. You just pike it, lift it, and just launch it back in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Alindra. If this thing had actually okay, Verd, you gotta look at that weapon. It was covered in acidic blood that if you crunch the numbers in your head, could have dealt up to nine damage per turn. God that noise. <laughs> anyway, you lift it and you launch it. And it goes flying down. Oh, what a beautiful morning. All right, I think uh, she's got it. Yandermay <laughs> is staring at his sister, who didn't used to be able to know how to move a pike at all and, like, had read it in textbooks and is now launching abominations. <laughs> who is this person? Uh, over on the other side of the uh, sinkhole, you see the McKellie brothers are doing similar. They're just lopping heads off and burning Prios weapons. And, like, it's like branding the abominations you hear them suddenly just explode in some cases you've got other um uh townsfolk that are all showing up with their own weapons that they found and they're starting to fight back they see you lift up the guardian everyone was like backing away and you throw it in and there's this like a rally that comes up to it and everyone pushes back against uh, their uh, their own fights and um and either kill or launch them back into the pit as as other guards are coming in and building you know a makeshift barricade around the sinkhole and holding it off uh and uh soon the work in building the barricade resumes um and uh, all of the major openings are blocked by barrels confiscated wagons and furniture from surrounding houses all right <laughs> yeah bring bring your worst that was some weak sauce don't yeah don't say, say that, that because we're getting <laughs> lucky weak that i'm sauce. hitting if I don't, usually yeah. we whiff a lot more. We just like, bleh, bleh, oh no. We do whiff a we lot. We whiff a lot. I, I should be whiffing yeah. less these days. But. <sighs> one of one of the guards is like leaning his barricade. <sighs> Thank you for your help. I don't know what we would have done if you hadn't shown up. And then just before anyone can catch their breath, you start hearing screams from the streets away from you uh, on the defending side of the barricade. You see residents running in other directions as beasts that are now knocking down doors and coming out of the cellars and reaching the surface from underneath the basements of the houses around you. They're not coming out of the sinkhole, but they're coming from underneath Thistlehold, and they're coming out like pests. And the guard's like, oh, they're, they're, they're behind the barricade. They're coming up underground. And the other guards just start dispersing out into the streets to try and handle that. Nearby you, uh, you uh, hear one of the buildings close to you as uh, a, a very a very hungover war veteran, Serex Atio, uh, comes around the corner hacking and slashing away at enemies, not able to tell if he's just doing it for the enjoyment of it or because this fight is just worsening his headache. The 
foes are welling out of the basements and and you hear the sounds of more yelling and orders coming from underneath as they're coming from under the ground. Remember that family that ran and hid themselves in the cellar door? That door is now burst out and all these beasts come pouring out into the street and they're on the other side of the barricade and the whole town is still under attack as you're losing ground. <gasps> the Terrible Warriors return every Tuesday with new story episodes playing Simbaroom. And while the true identities of these mysterious attackers remain a mystery to our players, the answers can all be found in the pages of the Simbaroom rules. To help you get started with your own adventures in Thistlehold, we're offering one lucky listener each month a free digital copy of Simbaroom, courtesy of Free League. For information, check the show notes or visit TerribleWarriors.com. And to learn more about Simbaroom, visit FreeLeaguePublishing.com. And if you like this show and you want to hear more, we exist only thanks to our continued support from our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash TerribleWarriors. By becoming a supporter this season, you'll receive a special role in our Discord server to mark you as one of our own. And for the cost of just one bubble tea each month, you'll also receive each new episode from our Simbaroom campaign one week before everyone else. And you can also choose to upgrade to join our private tip club, where I will host you for a virtual tabletop game for you and our other tip club members each month. There's still time to join in for this month's game as we begin playing Simbaroom covering the adventures that happened during the six-month gap between the Titans and Thistlehold. Your Terrible Warriors today have been Mitch Wallace, Sean Horbachuk, Ainsley Moores, and me, Justin Eacock. Editing and production is also by me. Music is licensed through Epidemic Sound. Next week, the barricades are broken, the invaders are spilling forth, and as the town rallies to its defense, will our players' actions be noticed? Thistlehold makes its stand next week, right here on the Terrible Warriors. <laughs>